Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Okay, today we are learning the Afchaf Zayin Amud Beis, and we will start by the two dots on the bottom of Chaf Zayin Amud Aleph. It's going back on what we learned that Bishla Al Gabi Gecholim Divrei Hakol Hapas Buteres. Even though we had a machloikis between Rebbe and the Chachamim about what the halacha would be if you baked bread by using as fuel, by using Isurei Hano, like let's say the um, the peels of Arla fruits. Um, but we, the Gemara said that everyone agrees that if you used coals, in other words, that you took the Isurei Hano and you burn them to the point that they became coals, so everyone holds that the the bread is mutter. So let's see what type of coals we're talking about. Zogdi Gemara, Rav Yehuda Omar Shmuel, V'Rav Chia Barashi Omar Rav Yoichanon. There's a machloikis, Rav Yehuda Omar Shmuel, and Rav Chia Barashi Omar Rav Yoichanon, about the type of gecholim that we're talking about, that if bread is baked, with these gecholim, the bread is mutter. Chad Omar, one of these, Amiroim held, Loishanu el gecholim oimemois. This was said specifically about coals that are going out. They're, they're dwindling. They're, 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 they're at, they're, they're, they're at their last, their last kayach. Avel gecholim loichashois. But if it's um hat gecholim, if it's uh, active gecholim, leichashos literally means whispering. It's whispering, crackling gecholim. So then it's aser. So then, then, then it's considered that you are having hanoah from the surei hanoah. V'chadomar one says afilu gecholim leichashos nami mutarin. Even gecholim loichashos are are mutter. In other words, even if the coals are still actively giving out heat to be able to bake, they're still mutter. So we have here a machloikis. So this that we say that if you burn up the surei hana and turn them into coals, that it's it's mutter to use for the bread, which. Part of the process of the life of the coal are we talking about? Are we talking about much later when the Surah Hano are, are already history and the coals are starting to go out? And if you bake it, if you put it on top of that, then it's mutter? Or are we talking about even when they're bechol koicham, even the, when they're strong and they're, they're loichashois, that it's still mutter? So now the Gemara analyzes these two shitas. Zokti Gemara. So if you hold that that if it if the coals are are whispering if they're that they're alive they're still giving off heat that that's usser because there is a benefit from the fuel of isuri hana in the bread so that makes sense. But if you hold that once it turns into coals, it's already so far removed from the Isurei Hana that it's mutter, so then pas de osar, So one second. Rebbe said 
that if you have bread that was baked from these peels of Isurei Hano, or the straw of Klayim, that it's Usr. What's the case that it's Usr? Isn't the case that you burned this fuel and it became like coals and and baked the bread? Like, what's the case that it baked the bread that it wasn't Gecholim Loi Chashreis? Zakti Gemara, Omer Av Papa, Rav Papa said, Kesha Avuka Kenegdoi, when the flame is is in front of it. In other words, that it's not that they that they burned this fuel until it turned into coals and now the heat of the coals is baking the bread. No, they ignited the actual peels and while the fire was burning, while there were flames that were coming out of the Isurehano, the bed the bread was baked, and that was the case that Rebbe said was Usr. Okay, let's turn the Amit Chavzayin Amit Beis. Zokti Gemara Michlal. So then, according to that Cheshbon, the Rabbanon that argue on Rebbe, the Rabbanon de Pligiale, the Rabbanon that argue are going to argue on the case that Rebbe said is Usr. So Sharu, so then it would come out that the Rabbanon were Matir Afilu Kesha Avuka Kenegdoi. That would come out incredible that there are bun on hold that if you take the peels of Isurayano and you light them on fire and they're still intact, they're there, it didn't turn into coals. And there are flames coming out of them that are baking the bread that we will say that the bread is mutter because Rebbe said that the, Rebbe said that the bread is usur and we said that's talking about when the flames are coming, avuka kenegdoi, the flames are coming out of the isure hano. So if there are banana are gonna say it's mutter, it's also akisha avuka kenegdoi. So then what's the case? Of of isure hano that's usher elo eitzim the isure hano so wood meaning fuel of isure hano heichi mishkachas how do you have a case where 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 branches or wood or something like that would be isure hano omar rev ami barchamo rev ami barchamo says there's only one case. And that is Bishar Shifa. Shar Shifa means like a chair. <coughs> in other words, or a bench. So, in other words, Enochanami. In using it for cooking, there's not going to be a case, according to the Rabbanon, that the food that's baked or cooked with the fuel of Isure Hano is going to be Aser. The Rabbanon are always going to say that the Isure Hano are not going into the, the food that's being baked or cooked. So what's called being having hano from Isure hano? If you take wood from a tree that's aser ba'ano, let's say, and you turn it into a chair. So if you do that, so then your mom is having hano from directly from that which is aser ba'ano. But enechanami, if you make a fire and ba- and the and the flames of the fire bake bread, that bread is not going to be aser according to the chachamim. Okay. Now, so that, that was all about Isure Hano. We were learning until now about, um, foods or, or branches or different things that the Torah says that you're not allowed to benefit from because of various Cheshbainas. Now we're going to focus in on a certain specific Isure Hano, which is hectish. Bo minei Rami Barchoma Meravchista. Rami Barchoma asked the Shaila from Ravchista. And Rami Bar Chama said, 
Tanur Shehisikoi Beatse Hektish. An oven that was fired up with wood that was hektish. So let's say a person donated wood to the Beis HaMikdash. So now this wood is hektish. And it's not, it's not supposed to be used for anything other than the purposes of the Beis HaMikdash. And a person fired up his oven with that atzei hektish. The offa boy hapas, and he baked bread with that hektish wood. According to the Rabbanon, who in the first case that we were discussing, when you made a fire with Klipe Orla, let's say, they said it was Mutter. My, what is the halacha when it's hektish? When it's not Stam Isurei Hana, it's not any kind of Isurei Hana, but it's specifically hektish. So Rav Chista answered Rami Bar Good point. Even though the Rabbanon usually say that if you use fuel of Isurei Hanot to bake bread, the bread is mutter. But if that fuel was eitzim of hektish, was wood of hektish, Omar Lehi said to him, Hapas Asura, the bread is Asr. Frekdi Gemara, why is hektish different? Uma bein zula arla. What's the difference between eitzim of hektish and arla? Omar Rava hachi hashta. Rava said, uh, uh, Rava, Rava held that there was a a a distinct explanation. Zokdra, uh, 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 there's a big difference between arla and hektish. Rava says, look at this. Arla betela b'masayim. Arla is bottle in 200, as we learned that Arla has the ability that if, that with, that if it's bottle in an, in, in 200 times the amount of Arla, it becomes bottle. But Hektish, I feel bottle. Hektish doesn't even become bottle in a thousand. So now think about that. What was the reason why the Rabbanan said it's mutter? The Rabbanan said it's mutter because we don't say that the Surah are getting into the bread. Says Rava, well that's by Arla, where a small fraction of Arla is not counted, that's bottle. One in two hundred is bottle. But hektish, which is never bottle, meaning even the tiniest amount of hektish could asser something, so then the hana that a person has from hektish in the sense that he lights it on fire and bakes something from the flames that are coming out of it, there's still enough hana from hektish that it makes it asser. Because hektish never becomes bottle. So that means that even the tiniest involvement of hektish already is profound enough to make it that I'm having Hanoah from hektish. Let's see that again. Oh, my Rava, Rava said, Now Rava says, look at this. Arla is betela b'masayim. Arla is bottle in 200. So it's easier to discount the effects of Arla. But hektish, afilu be'elef le'i bottle. Hektish is not even bottle in a thousand, so memela, it is not so easily discountable. So that's not the kasha here, Rava says. That is easy to answer. You know what's schwer? Ela omar Rava, rather Rava said, i if he had a kasha, ha kasha. This would be the kasha. The kasha would be, v'haloimo al hamasik. Frekt Rava, one second. Hektish is different than Isurei Hanoah, 
Because hektish, besides for the fact that you are not allowed to benefit from hektish, there is an iser, which we're going to learn a little bit more about today. There's an iser called me'ila, which is the iser of benefiting, of having hana from hektish. So the halacha is that the one who lights up, the one who fires up this wood to um, to bake the bread for for a private individual, so he's using, he's benefiting from the wood of hektish. That's called that he's ma'al. That's called that he's doing me'ila. He's having ano from hektish inappropriately. And there's a rule. We have a rule. We have a halacha. And the halacha states, Whenever the person lighting it up is over me'ila, they, the, the thing that he's having me'ila from goes to chulin. Now, Rashi points out, and let me say this over so that we can have this clear. There are, as we know, two different kinds of hektish. There's the hektish, which we call Kedushas HaGuf, where the hektish itself winds up on the Mizbeach, like an animal of, of a carbon that goes onto the Mizbeach. And, and similar, and or klishares, Rashi says, one of the vessels in the base HaMikdash. They're inherently Kaddish, <coughs> and there is no there, there is no um, going out of hektish in that scenario when a person does me'ila. So let's say, for example, you would have an animal that's being set aside to be a carbon ayla. So a person would go then and take that animal and have hana from it, even though he's having hana from hektish, which is me'ila, it does not go out l'chulen, because, because that's the special din of Kedushas HaGuf. Rashi brings a Mishnah in Me'ila. However, if a person uses a different kind of hektish, there's the kind of hektish that the guf of it itself, it's physically not going to wind up on the Mizbeach, but rather it's owned by the Beis HaMikdash. Like for example, I'm sitting here and learning by a desk right now. If I would take this desk and I would donate it to be one of the possessions of hektish, my desk... It's not going to wind up on a mizbeach. It's not a kedushas aguf. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's not meant for the mizbeach. But if I makdish it, if I make it into one of the possessions of hektish, so then I could be guilty of meila if I benefit from it. And that's when the halacha is that with hektish, when you do meila to a hektish, that's not a kedushas aguf. It's not inherently kadosh to the point that it's going to wind up on the mizbeach or the beis hamikdash and as part of the Aveda, so it goes out lechulin. So let's let's see this inside. So Rava says, "Ela Omar Rava." Rather, Rava says, "I kasha hakasha." If there's a kasha to be had here, this is the kasha. If you're baking bread with wood of hektish, so then the one who's starting the fire is over meila. And at, at every time, at, at any scenario where there's me'ila, the ma'al hamasik, that the one who started the fire is over me'ila, nafka lehu lechulin, it goes out lechulin. Oh, my Rav Papa, so Rav Papa said, no, you know what we're talking about here? 
We're talking about a very interesting case. We're talking here about wood that is supposed to be used to purchase with this wood, to use this wood to barter or to sell and to make money, to purchase an animal for a carbon shlamim. So now when it's specifically for designated for a carbon shlamim, we have a gzeris hakasav that there is no me'ila. It's a special halacha that there's no me'ila by a carbon shlamim because a carbon shlamim has it is is on the on a madrega of kachim that's called kachim kalim. This is something that's important to understand about karbanos. That there are two madregas of karbanos. There are kachim kalim and kache kachim, and the kachim kalim, which are a lower madrega, they're not. The Torah says that they are not included in the din of meila. So then there's no me'ila b'noigeya to shlamim. So why is that important? So Amarav Papa hocha ba'atzei shlamim askinan. We're talking here about wood that's being designated for the purchase of a shlamim. Va'aliba de Rabbi Yehuda. And we're going according to the shita of Rabbi Yehuda. Now follow the cheshben here. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting cheshben. Rabbi Yehuda says, the Omar, the Rabbi Yehuda says, Hekdish, B'shoigeg mischalel, b'meizid enay mischal. Rabbi Yehuda said it then, that when you have hektish, if someone benefits from it b'shoigeg, by mistake, so then it becomes chulin, it goes out l'chulin. But if somebody benefits from it on purpose, enay mischal, it does not become chulin. Now the Gemara investigates, Rav Papa investigates, why doesn't it become chulin if a person benefits from it on purpose? B'meizid maitai maloi. Why doesn't it become chulin when it's b'meizid? Zakti Gemara, it must be, kivon delav bar me'ilahu, because the klal is, this is one of the fascinating details about the din of me'ilah, the iser of benefiting from hektish, that me'ilah, the avera of me'ilah is dafka when it's by mistake. The dinam of me'ilah applies specifically when that benefit, when that hanoah happened by mistake. So Zakti Gemara, when we, when Rabbi Yehuda said that if someone benefits from hektish b'shoigeg, it goes out l'chulen. But if someone benefits b'mezid, it does not go out l'chulen. It must be, because it only goes out l'chulen when it's me'ilah. And it's not called me'ilah when it's done on purpose. My time, or what's the reason by mezid? Lo'i kivan delav bar me'ilah hu lo'inafik l'chulen. Isn't it because that since b'meizid, it's not called me'ila, it doesn't go out l'chulin? So then if that's the case, shlamim nami. So when it comes to the carbon shlamim also, kivon delav bar me'ilahu, since a carbon shlamim, as I mentioned before, al-tzegzeris ha'kosuv, there's no me'ila by a carbon shlamim, le'nafka l'chulin, it doesn't go out l'chulin. So that's the answer here, that we're talking about a scenario where you fired up the oven with wood that was meant for a carbon shlamim, 
A carbon shlamim, there's no din of me'ilah. there's no din of me'ilah, so then even the person that fires up the wood, the wood is not going to go out l'chulin, and that's why we say that in that case, if you bake bread with fuel of, of hektish, the bread becomes usur both according to Rebbe and according to the Rabbanon, as we explained earlier, because the effect of hektish, the impact of hektish is never bottle. Now on this Iker din that we learned, this din that we said that the that when the person fires up the you know ignites the wood of hektish, that it goes out lechulin, which was the kasha that caused us to say that we're talking here specifically about wood that's supposed to be used to purchase a carbon shlamim. But without that teretz, we had established that usually, if the one who's lighting the fire does me'ila, nafki l'chulin, the wood goes out l'chulin, is that really true? The hotanya, but we learned in a b'raisa, that says, kol hanisrofin, all things that the din is that they're supposed to be burned, everything that the Torah says that it should be nisraf, Afron Mutter. The halacha is that when the Torah says that you have to burn something, once you're mekayim that mitzvah of burning it, the ashes, the dust that's formed by this burnt Isuri um, is is Mutter. That's the halacha of Nisrafim, that when it's transformed into Efer, it's Mutter. With two exceptions, the Brisa says. Chutz me'atze asherah, with the exception of the wood of an asherah tree. Ve'efer hekdish le'olam aser. And the ashes of hekdish are always aser. So, atze asherah, the avaydezorah, as we, we've said earlier, the avaydezorah of an asherah tree, even after it's burned, the efer is aser. And hekdish, even after it's burned, it remains, it remains usher. So now one second. You just said that when you're over, you just said that when you're over me'ila, it goes out l'chulin. So if when you're, if, if by burning it, it goes out l'chulin, so then how could you say that efer hekdish la'olam usher, that the ashes of hekdish, are always usser, there's no way out, they're always usser, why are they usser? If a person, if a person did me'ila, so then it should go out l'chulen. So the Gemara says, you're right, but we're talking here about a specific case where there was no me'ila. Omar Rami Bar Rami Bar said, we're talking about a case that you had wood of hektish. Maybe you had a shed somewhere by the base Hamikdash with wood in it. And Nufladleika, somehow a fire spread and ignited that wood and burned it. But it wasn't being done by someone who wanted to benefit from it. And therefore there is no Me'ila. Deleka inish denim oil. There is no person who, who was over Me'ila. So Memela, 
it is not going to go out lechulin, and that's what the Brisa meant when it said Eifer hektish la'olam aser, because it does not go out lechulin in that scenario. That is Rami Bar Chama's explanation of how you could have ashes of hektish that are always aser, even though they were burned improperly. Rav Shmaya Omar be'oison shatuunin gniza. We're not talking about regular Eifer of the wood of Hektish. Rather, we're talking about Eifer from the Mizbeach, where there's a halacha of Trumas Hadeshen, that the ashes from on the Mizbeach, a, a, a Truma, a certain amount was taken off, was shoveled out of it and put next to the Mizbeach. And that Eifer, that never lost its Kedusha. So that's what Rav Shmaya says, Ba'oison Shatunin Gniza. We're talking about the specifically the afer that needs to be put away, Ditanya, as the Braisa says, Visamai. Visamai is the Pasik in the beginning of Parshas Tzav that describes that the ashes of the Trumas Hadeshin have to be placed next to the Mizbeach. And Chazal Darshan Visamai Benachas, you should put it gently. Vesamoy kula, you should put it completely. Vesamoy, and you should place it shalayifazer, that it shouldn't spread around. And that afer is completely and permanently usher. Okay. Zakti Gemara Rabbi Yehuda Oimer Ein Biur. This is going on the din that we learned. The Rabbi Yehuda says that the only way to do beer chametz is by burning it by sreifa. So the Gemara wants to make a lima to understand why Rabbi Yehuda said that the only way to get rid of your chametz is by burning it. Tanya we learned in a so Oh my Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said Ein Biur Chametz Ela Sreifa. The only way to destroy chametz is by burning it. Zakti Gemara. And it makes sense, there's a Kalvachimer. What's the Kalvachimer? There's a Kalvachimer from Noisar, which is the leftovers of a carbon. When a carbon, um, um, when it's past the Zman, that the carbon's able to be eaten, so the halacha is that it needs to be burned. So we learn from Noisar to Chametz. How is that, Zakti Gemara? Noiser, the leftover carbonoids. There's no din of balyimotze that it's usher to have it, usher to own it. And yet still, even though it doesn't have an iser of balyira, balyimotze, to'un sreifa, it still must be burned. So chametz sheyeshnei bebalyira, balyimotze, chametz that does have an iser of balyira, balyimotze, so it's even more important to get rid of it. Like kol shekein shato'un sreifa, certainly the halacha is that it must be burned just like noisar. Omru loy the chachamim responded to Rabbi Yehuda, Kol din sha'ata done. Anytime you're done a kalvachimer, that doesn't come out to be a full kalvachimer. That chilasai lahachmir, that in the beginning it's a chumra taka. But v'seifai lahakal, but it leads to a kula, ain't din. That's not a kalvachimer. Why does the din, <coughs> excuse me, of burning chametz lead to a kula? 
So he says as follows, If a person did not find wood to burn, he's going to sit and do nothing because he's unable to burn the chametz properly and he's not able to use any other method of getting rid of the chametz. He'll sit and do nothing. And meanwhile, the Torah says, You should get rid of the chametz from your homes in any way that you're able to get rid of it. So you see from here that there's a kula that comes out from from this Kalvachimer, because you're going to end up not being able to get rid of the, if you, if you insist that the only way to get rid of the Chometz is by burning it, so then you're not, if, if you can't burn it, you're going to be left without being Mekayim, the mitzvah of Tajbisu, and that will be a kula. So this is not a Kalvachimer. You can't have a Kalvachimer where the Chomer de Kedin that you're learning out has an aspect of kula to it. So Zaktib Raisa Khaza Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda changed his mind. Rabbi Yehuda took a different approach. Vidonu Din Acher. And they said a different, a different Limur. And this Limur is not a Kalvachimer. This Limur is just by comparing two Dinim that are similar. And he said as follows. Noisar Osar Ba'achila. Noisar, as we said earlier, if the carbon is left over past the time that it could be eaten, it's Osar Ba'achila. You're not allowed to eat it. Vichametz Osar Ba'achila. Similarly, Chametz is Osar to eat, as we know. Ma Noisar Bisreifa. Just like Noisar, that you're not allowed to eat, you burn it. We're not saying a Kalvachimer, we're just comparing. Af Chametz Bisreifa. So too, Chametz should be burned. And because we're not saying a kalvachimer, we don't have to worry about the fact that there's an ultimate kula in the chumrah, we don't have to worry about that. But still, the Chachamim objected to the comparison of Rabbi Yehuda. Amrulai, they said to him, how could you compare chametz to nicer? What about nevela? They said to him, Amrulai, nevela techech, nevela could prove you wrong. Because Sha'asura Ba'achila, because Nevela is Usr to eat, but Ve'ena to Unisreifa, it doesn't need to be burned. So if that's true, how do we know it doesn't need to be burned, by the way? Because the Torah tells us to, that you're allowed to use, you're allowed to be Nene from, from Nevela, right? If you remember, we said the Pasuk, Lagera Shabisharecha Titnena Va'achala. So, that you're allowed to have anah from the Vela. So certainly it does not need to be burned. So if you're going to say that anything that's usher to eat should be burned because nicer is usher to eat and needs to be burned, what about nevela, which is usher to eat and does not need to be burned? Omar Lohan Hefresh, he said to the Rabbi Yehuda, said to the Chachamim, there's a difference. There's a difference that shows that Chametz is more similar to nicer than it is to nevela. What's the difference? Zakti Gabar. Noiser Osar Ba'achila Ubehana. Noiser, the leftover carbon, is not only Osar to eat, it's Osar to benefit from. The Chametz and Chametz is similar to it. It's Osar Ba'achila Ubehana. As we know, you're not allowed to eat Chametz or benefit from it. So that's why specifically Chametz is compared to Noiser. Ma Noiser Tonsrei, for just like Noiser needs to be burned. Af chametz to so too chametz needs to be burned. 
Amrulai, they said to him, one second, I'll show you a case that's Asr Ba'ana, and still doesn't need to be burned. Shor HaNiskel what about the axe that's supposed to get skila, it's supposed to be killed because it killed a human being? So, Shor HaNiskel Yechiyach, Shor Asr Ba'achila we know that a Shor HaNiskel is Asr Ba'achila and Bahano, it's also Asr Bahano, as the Pasuk says, Ubala Shor Naki, that he gets nothing from this animal because it is Asr Bahano. And yet still by Yashor HaNisko, Ve'enay Ton Sreifen, it does not need to be burned. So, so you see from Sharanisko that even something that's Asr Ba'achila and Bahano doesn't need to be burned. So what made you learn Chametz from Noiser and not from Sharanisko? Omar Lohenzer, Rabbi Yehuda, said to them again, Hefrish, there's still a difference. Noiser is still most similar to Chametz. Why? See, he says as follows. Noiser osr ba'achilo behano'o ve'onosh koris. The halacha by Noiser is that it's osr to eat, it's osr to benefit from, and if one does, there's a chiv of koris. So that's very similar to chametz. V'chametz aser ba'achila u'behano ve'onush kares. Kares chametz is the same thing that there's an iser achila and an iser ano, and you get kares. So ma noiser b'sreifa. So just like noiser needs to be burned, af chametz b'sreifa. So chametz also would need to be burned, and we'll stop here. With the, um, in middle of this discussion between Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanan, and we'll pick up Ezra Hashem next time with that. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org